Arizona, Arizona Sports. Sports. Burns and Gambo talk with a decision maker from the Coyotes front office. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Hour of the Burns and Gambo show. The Coyotes last time out beat the Buffalo Sabres by a score of four to one tonight. Maybe the one night Gambo won't root for the Coyotes because they're in New York taking on the Islanders. They, we call them the four-time Stanley Cup champion Islanders. Please, so let's please refer to them with the right to the right way. So with respect, put a little respect on their name. Four-time Stanley Cups. Yeah, well, only the only that's the last and I, the the last professional sports team to win four in a row in any sport, major sport, was the Islanders. NBA, hockey, NHL, NFL, Major League Baseball, nobody's won four in a row. So we welcome in Since President and CEO of the Coyotes, Javier Gutierrez, who joins us here on the Burns and Gambo Show, our weekly visit with the Coyotes front office. That's what you're fighting tonight, Javier. Gambo's, it's the one time out of the year, two times out of the year, where Gambo's not on the Coyotes' side because it's the Islanders. I hope you're prepared for that. Hey guys, always great to talk to you. And yeah, you know, uh, Gamble warned me the very first time we met. I'll war- I'll, I'll root for you every game except when they play my Islanders. That's so right. But here, I w- here we go. I do hope you beat the hell out of the Rangers. You know, <laughs> anytime you play them, I know we lost to them by a goal. It was close, but I, I always when you play them, I hope you kill them. Well, you know, we, we've been playing really well, and, uh, you know, this road trip has really shown the metal of this team. And, and again, we've said over and over again, the creation of a culture of competition, and uh, you're seeing it uh, every game there. All right, we're, uh, we're definitely going to get into the city of Tempe and whether they're going to decide to if the vote's going to go to citizens in a second. But you had four home games, and I want to get you, what did you hear about the four home games? What were your impressions? Did everything go smooth? And what were some of the things that were being said about uh, the Mullet Arena for you guys? Well, it, it went incredibly well. You know, the the reaction from our fans, from our players, and, and from the visiting team was just overwhelmingly positive. Um, you guys were there. It, it's an electric environment. It really is loud. Uh, you have a lot of energy. There's no bad seat in the house, and it's brand new. And uh, we kept saying this uh, prior to uh, the home opener, that we thought it would be one of the best, uh, most fun time you would have at an NHL uh, game. And and we really think that it uh, it was that and more. I think a couple of things that surprised us uh, were the ice. Uh, I think you guys heard uh, the players, not only from the Coyotes, but from the visiting team, talking about how good the ice was, how fast. Um, and, uh, and also making comments about just what a great environment it was. And so we're very pleased. Obviously, we had a lot of lessons learned about things that we can continue to improve. But overall, it was exactly what we had envisioned, which is a phenomenal experience and environment uh and again a temporary solution as we seek to build a permanent solution there and staying in tempe candidly since you're going to be in this temporary home for a while what what would you like to improve i mean beyond the obvious of the annex that's still being built and is expected to be done upon your return what what now that you kind of have four games under your belt what would you like to get better at when it comes to this new building you're playing in 
Honestly, we want to lean even more into it being an experience. Uh, you know, the, the vision that you saw of 5,000 people wearing mullet wigs, having a great time, the student section and the energy that you get from young people, we want to do even more of that. And so the things that we're looking at is, is even more entertainment, even more activity, even more of the things that make it a great experience. I have so many people come up to me, tell me, this is a good time. This is exciting. This is fun. And uh, a great uh, great opportunity to expose the game of hockey to what we've said all along are not only super serving the fans, but, but exposing the sport to our fans in waiting. And so we, we want to lean even more into that. And so that's, that's what we've been talking a lot about is, is more entertainment, more experiences, more giveaways, just more of a good time and to really bring fun uh, to that entire experience. All right, let's talk about about today, what's going on today? The city of Tempe is meeting to decide whether a uh, May special election ballot will include a public vote on whether either approving or rejecting your proposed arena and entertainment district. That's going to be tonight. What can you tell us about it? Well, we want to put everything in proper context. So tonight is a procedural vote. What you have is a 180 day notice requirements per Arizona state law that says if you're going to have a vote, you have to give uh, the public 180 days notice. So if you wanted to do a vote in uh, May, you have to reserve that today. And so the city council is simply making a decision uh, and approving or rejecting whether or not they want to have that date reserved. Um, obviously, we know that uh, that our project is being considered by the city. They still have have uh, multiple public hearings that they've put on the docket for later this month. The city council could still approve or reject uh, our our proposed project. Uh, So tonight is really more of a procedural vote. The substantive discussion on our project is going to occur at these later public hearings. Uh, We have a plan review session on the 15th of this month and then two sessions with the city council on November 22nd and on November 29th that are specifically about our project. Was it always your expectation, the organization's expectation, that it would go to a public vote in the city of Tempe? What what was your anticipation when it came to the process and how that part of this was going to work, Javier? Yeah, well, we were always very confident that the proposal that we were putting forth is really a a transformative uh, project. And we were always uh, really saying, and you've heard me say this a number of times, this is the right project with the right deal structure, with the right team to execute on it. And so that's where we always started. And we wanted to first, again, go through the process of presenting this to the city council and having them, you know, run this process of approval and negotiation and really what we've been doing. And in the back, there was always this um, this opportunity that we knew uh, to bring this to the voters and to bring it to the Tempe uh, voters and have them have a say. Obviously, you guys are well aware Arizona state law uh, says that uh, any legislative act of which an approval of a deal like this or the zoning or the general plan amendment that would be required were all going to be legislative acts. And so we always knew this was uh, potentially part of the process. We were never concerned about that necessarily being uh, the case, uh, either one way or another. And so we were always very well prepared from day one about what this entire process could possibly look like. 
And, uh, you know, we're leaning into the fact that obviously the council could potentially take it uh, to a referendum. Um, and uh, you'll be hearing some of that tonight during uh, the public hearing. That's, I'd, I'd be a little worried. Anything's risky when you go to a public vote. I mean, it's just a certain percentage of people that they're just going to vote no. I mean, they're just going to vote no on projects. They don't want it. They don't want the congestion. They don't want the traffic. They don't want the uh, the issues with the airport. They don't want to, you know, with tax, whatever it is. They, people, so that's the risk. So I would imagine that the, if that happens, the next plan for you is how do you get your message out to the voters that would likely vote no to sway them to vote yes? Well, it's a very similar process that we've been going through since uh, the last public hearing in June when we were able to begin getting out into the community. And we start again. This is the right project. It's an opportunity to turn a landfill into a landmark. It's an opportunity to create uh, something where you haven't had any economic activity in terms of this uh, piece of property that the city owns uh, on the corner of Priest and Rio Salado. And so you start by just explaining great project. Then you start explaining the deal. And the deal is very simple. It's a $2.1 billion sports and entertainment district that is going to be privately financed. Now, there is a component of this that there is public infrastructure that needs to be paid for. And in that instance, the city will issue bonds whose sole collateral is gonna be our land and our real estate, and we're gonna be responsible for it through the economic activity that we're creating. And finally, we talk about us. We talk about the commitment that Alex Morello has shown. You're talking about a commitment of almost $30 million just to stay here. So not just everything we invested in ASU, with the annex, with the upgrade to Mullet Arena, but also upgrading our practice facility, moving our hockey and business operations. So you're talking about commitment. You're talking about a track record of success in multiple business lines. And you're talking about someone who has the resources and has shown the willingness to deploy those resources for the benefit of this organization and for the benefit of this community. And so that's how we feel confident that when you explain the, the project, the deal, and who we are, and then you get into the community benefits and the opportunity for us as an organization to be that community leader that we have shown ourselves to be, then we think that's what will really sway the day for the voters in the city of Tempe to really embrace this opportunity to create something that will be iconic. All right. Well, Javier, we appreciate the conversation. As always, we uh, look forward to hearing how the meeting goes tonight and what the news that comes out of that is. And uh, again, congratulations on the good start for the organization on the ice. It has been uh, it's been fun to watch so far to start the season. Thank you. Absolutely, guys. Appreciate it. Always appreciate your support and, and hope to see you guys soon at the mullet. Thanks, Javier. Javier Gutierrez joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. The Coyotes taking on the Islanders tonight. And when we come back, he didn't get all the attention. In fact, we're five segments into the show and we've barely spoken of him. But once again, he was a key part of what the Suns did last night. That's coming up next. Burns and Gambo.